0: Welcome to Neo Conversations, your one stop shop for all things Neocon. I'm your host, Amy Devers. On Neo Conversations, I'm here to help you and myself navigate the largest event of the year for the commercial interior design industry. On this episode, we're continuing our Neocon preparation by exploring the keynote speakers and presentations happening this year. And I've got just the right person to join me for that conversation. SVP of Novita Communications and Branding Executive, Joseph Cephas. After I speak with Joseph, I'm going to be joined by Think Labs Meredith Campbell, who hosts the podcast, The Learning Objective, to explore all the ways you can earn continuing education units while at Neocon. And we're going to wrap it all up with some Chicago hotspots to check out when you're not learning and networking at Neocon. Hey, you're in Chicago. Why not see what the city's got to offer? So let's find out about some keynotes and presentations happening at Neocon. We're lucky to have Joseph Cephas here to guide us, and it just so happens he'll be moderating the Neocon presentation on diversity and design. But I have a couple of announcements up top. Before we begin to break down the keynotes, make sure you sign up at neocon.com slash register. You can also live stream the keynotes, so mark your calendars. After Neocon, make sure to go back and stream the ones that you loved and or the ones that you missed. Now, Joseph, welcome to the conversation.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Amy.
0: Yes, I'm excited to talk to you. First of all, can you just tell me a little bit about your role at Novita?
1: Sure, absolutely. Our firm specializes in architecture and design, and our clients are everything from products to architecture and design firms of all sizes. And in my role, I set a lot of the client strategy overall. Um, for management and a lot of the new business. And I was formerly uh, a client at Noviton. I was actually at the American Society of Interior Designers, where I was the vice president of communications and branding and hired Novita as my PR firm. And then um, after leaving ASID, I joined this team at
0: Novita. Sounds like you're deep in the world of architecture and design. Let's go back to you and your experience at Neocon. What do you think makes Neocon stand out from the other conferences in the design world?
1: I, I've literally been to hundreds of conferences. I've been to conferences in Vegas, and international conferences. Everybody was telling me, Neocon is different. I'm like, you've been to a conference, you've been to a conference. I got to Neocon and I was like, this is different. Like, <laughs> it, it is such a different experience. Um the energy is different. I love that it's focused on um, primarily on commercial design. The focus of the future too is so important. And then just being in the merchandise market where it's full time showrooms stacked on top of each other and just the overall way you interact with the spaces. It's like no other design conference, because you actually feel like you're truly feeling the product.
0: So. I really want to hear about the featured presentation that you're moderating this year.
1: Yes, yes. It's diversity in design, time for changes now. It actually was a session that I did virtually three years ago. It's myself, Maya Bert Murphy of our Mobile Makers, Ronnie Belazare. She's a vice president at JLL, and then Dr. Angelita Scott, head of community engagement at the International Well-Building Institute, and she's also previously a professor. So, Three years ago, um, on the heels of the murder of George Floyd, um, we saw a lot of responses from the design community and honestly were very disappointed. And I was just like, let's put together a session. Like, let's get real and talk about it, talk about what's missing in a design community, talk about the Black experience in the design community. And we put it up for registration on a Monday and had the session on a Friday. We expected to get about 50 people. We got 500 and we had a very real dialogue on what the Black community was feeling and what the Black design community as a whole has been feeling since the beginning of the design community um, and the issues that we're facing. And now this session is a check-in. Three years later, what has changed, what has not changed um, are many of our viewpoints the same? Uh, So that's what we're looking at and that's what we're going to examine. Our goal is that this session no longer needs to exist.
0: I can't wait for this talk. I'm really excited about it, and I can feel your passion.
1: I mean, if you look just at the roster of speakers, you can see the increase in diversity over the years. And while ours is focused on diversity, there's others that it's just subject matter experts that are from diverse backgrounds, which is critically important. Neocon did have some of that in the past, but it has increased so- significantly I mean even one of the keynotes on um, Michael Ford the hip hop architect who's just an absolutely brilliant man which is <laughs> what he the work that he's doing I mean we won't even fully feel it as a community for another six, seven years when some of these kids that he's making a difference with are pursuing architecture.
0: I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> I interviewed him for an episode of Clever and it just blew me away and it got me so like palpably giddy. I just can't wait to see it ripple out through the built world in a real meaningful way.
1: And then to have the amazing MC Lupe Fiasco there with him, who's now a jump professor at MIT like, I remember when Kick Push first came out and the Food and Liquor album, it's an actually classic rap album. And to have both of them on stage, I really hope I get to see it. I know I'm going to have client work happening at the same time, but going to be live streamed too, and it's going to be recorded. So I know I'm going to see it. I would hope I can be in the room, but my other duties are going to pull me in a lot of directions. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we've got your panel, and then we've got the Mike Ford and Lupe Fiasco keynote, which is very exciting. Are there any other keynotes or presentations that you consider must-see in EACON this year?
1: Yeah, Michael Murphy from the Mass Design Group, he's a terrific speaker, and the work that Mass Design Group is doing is just making such a difference, so I'm looking forward to that one.
0: Me too. Are there any other voices or resources you recommend a listener check out if they want to expand on any of the keynotes or presentations from this year's Neocon?
1: So one of the things is that Neocon has started a a few years ago, started a blog, where they get a lot of different voices of experts um, in the field talking about all different topics of design. Uh, So that's always a great resource. There's so many great designers that are a part of that. Um, And you could go back into archives Past years and then this year they're they're going to have a great lineup. So that's always important. Um, but a few of the organizations that are also having talks. IIDA is having a talk, and so is ASID. IIDA is um Cheryl Durst, the CEO. She she's just such an important voice and a good friend. Um, and then with ASID, um, they have a panel that they have put together. That's that's just absolutely terrific. They have their CEO Bo, um and then they have a few others. Like George Bandy and uh, Mark Wilson, who's the global editor of, of Fast Company, who, who's just a just a brilliant man. They're having one on sustainability and equity, which is such an important topic. So there's a lot of things happening at Viacom this year. And so, like, even if you can't see it violent in person, watching the recordings and going back and um, and seeing it because you you know you might be in the showroom, you might miss it. But the keynotes and feature presentations are also going to be streamed on a uh, beautiful grand staircase. So like, even if something sold out, you can still watch it there. So um, engaging in as much of the content as possible is uh, really important, but understanding that you have your appointments and showrooms as well.
0: Right. I understand you're going to give us the rundown of all the talks and presentations.
1: Yes, I can go through everyone very quick.
0: Okay. So let's start with the keynotes. I understand there's a keynote every day at 10 a.m., Who's on Monday at 10 a.m.?
1: We have Amy Webb, futurist, and she's the founder and CEO of Future Today Institute. So she's looking at the future of the industry and kind of basing it on research. Um, So it's a great way to get kind of your baseline of what you're going to be looking at for the week.
0: And Tuesday at 10 a.m.?
1: We have Michael Murphy of Mass Design Group. Um, I went into a little bit about him, but he's just a terrific speaker and the work that Mass Design Group. Is doing is literally world changing.
0: And Wednesday at 10 a.m.
1: Wednesday at 10 a.m., we have Michael Ford, hip hop architect, and he'll be joined on stage with Lupe Fiasco, who is a Chicago legend um, and just one of the most thoughtful um, lyricists that really ever existed in hip hop. So they'll be looking at Michael Ford's work of getting more people into the industry. Um, through the connection of design and hip-hop.
0: And for our listeners, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about Mike Ford and how he came to be the hip-hop architect, you can listen to Clever episode 141. Okay, now let's get into the featured presentations. So these are happening all over the place, uh, but Monday at 1130
1: a.m. Yeah, so there's another person from future today institute they're still building this panel but they'll be looking at going beyond futurism so it's kind of a continuation of the keynote that is happening so it's funny futurists always say i don't predict the future but i look at indicators to say where we're going um so this panel is going to kind of be a reaction to the keynote and what they've heard with industry expert
0: oh i like this call and response Okay, Monday at 1.30.
1: That one is one of the sponsored presentations, and that one's through uh, Bithmar. They're really looking at the furniture industry and everything that's going on there. They have somebody from 9 to 5 Seating, and somebody from HKS, and they're kind of looking at the return to work and what the future of the workplace is going to be, and how to design for uh, those going back to the office.
0: Super interesting. Monday at 3 p.m.?
1: We have my friends, my good friend, Cheryl Durst, the CEO of IIDA. Um She's just an absolute brilliant find. She'll be talking about the Design Your World uh, program, which is an IADA program that's looking to try to get the youth interested in architecture and design.
0: Okay. Can't wait for that one. Um, now, I don't know about this one at Tuesday at 1130.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you have a moderator, you know, with a kind of questionable thing. So, but that's that's the panel that that I'm a part of, um, you know, and that's the one that we kind of we really went into detail about, but we'll be uh, Tuesday at 1130 talking about diversity and design. And as I mentioned, I'm guiding the conversation, but um, Ronnie Maya, and Dr. Angie, they really are the stars of that show. Really excited for that
0: one. Tuesday at 1.30 p.m.
1: This one's very interesting. I'm actually interested to hear more about this one. BIFMA and IFI are having kind of a joint presentation, and they're looking at kind of the interdependency of industrial design and interior design. I feel like this is a conversation that doesn't happen enough. Me too! BIFMA does terrific work. and They're the ones that could bring this panel together. So I'm so excited to see how this conversation goes.
0: Okay, Tuesday at 3 p.m.
1: Yeah, so this one is through the American Society of Interior Designers, Um, a client of ours and my former employer. Um, So they have a special place in my heart. Just a terrific panel. They have their chief sustainability officer will be a part of that, and that one moderated by Mark Wilson, who's the design editor for Fast Company. I just spent some time with Mark when we were we were both in Milan for Milan Design Week. Um, Got to know him a lot better, and he's just he's just a terrific mind. So interested to hear from him too.
0: Absolutely. Wednesday at eleven thirty a.m.
1: Yeah. So this one that it's focused locally on designing a better Chicago, having a conversation about the city and the future and local talent and community. They have specific programs in Chicago that they've started about hiring locally. Um, in, um, they have a specific program southwest side of Chicago and shining lights on communities that don't necessarily get the opportunities, um, that are very much needed. And so hearing it on a local level, how they actually applied it. Um, and so it will be really great.
0: I'm super glad there's one that's focusing on Chicago itself. It makes so much sense to just kind of focus right here at home and figure out how we can involve people in a really meaningful way.
1: Absolutely. Chicago is just an architectural marvel. Yes. I always say that Neocon is so, so amazing. 'Cause one you have the uniqueness of the mark, just this beautiful historic building, but then the backdrop of it is Chicago. Yeah. It's the most important cities of architecture and design in the entire world. So I agree. I love that they're focusing on the local community as well as the global design industry.
0: Wow. I could have talked to Joseph forever. I can't wait to see his panel. Keynotes and presentations aren't the only special opportunities available. There's a lot of fun to be had at Neocon, and it's one of the best opportunities for in-person learning. With eight on-site and over 50 virtual CEUs, or continuing education units, Meredith Campbell is the host of The Learning Objective, the first podcast for the architecture and design community where you can receive CEU credit for listening, and part of the research and content development team at ThinkLab. Welcome to the conversation, Meredith. Thank you. Happy to be here. Can you tell us about the work that ThinkLab does? ThinkLab is
2: a market research firm that focuses at the intersection of product and design. So we're looking at the design industry and the ecosystem that surrounds it. We affectionately say that there's this nerdy underbelly to this very sexy industry that we're in. And so that's really the perspective that we bring is looking at the business side of interior design and how product and design is being affected in many ways. I love a nerdy underbelly. So how did the learning objective come to be? During the pandemic, so many of us were really looking at screens all day long, many times in back to back Zoom calls. And in the absence of the traditional lunch and learn, which might have been a break in a designer's day where they could step away from their computer, enjoy a delicious lunch, learn about something from one of their favorite reps, it became very clear that people were Zoom fatigued, yet connection starved. And so ThinkLab already had a very successful podcast show called Design Nerds Anonymous. And so we really wanted to take the spirit of audio learning in a podcast format and bring that to the continuing education world. So we piloted this with IDCEC and AIA, who were very open to these new ways of learning. And so we really wanted to give another opportunity for architects and designers to be able to pop in their earbuds, go on a walk, get out from behind their computer screen, listen while they're commuting, once they actually did start going back into offices or to job sites or whatever the case may be, or even just doing yard work. And so we were really big fans already of the audio format. And so we really wanted to bring this new
0: format to the architecture and design community. Thus, the learning objective was born. I think it's brilliant, honestly. And I also am a big fan of the audio format because you can unchain yourself from the computer. So the idea of getting my CEU credit while I'm doing yard work is brilliant. (laughs) So let's talk about Neocon. If I'm looking to register for CEUs at Neocon, what do I need to do ahead of time?
2: It's pretty easy. You can just visit neocon.com forward slash register, and it is free to register for the show. Now, as you register, it will let you select as part of that process, either on-site or virtual CEUs. And many of the on-site CEUs are already full. People are really eager to attend some of these sessions, and as you can imagine, there is limited availability in seats in some of these rooms, but all of the sessions that are presented on-site at Neocon will be recorded, and those will be available in the programming hub on Monday, June 19th. So you can either watch when you get home if you weren't able to register for one of the CEUs that you wanted to attend, or if you're attending virtually, you don't have to be left out of what was happening on-site. And then there is a cost of $35 each, or they bundle it so that if you have five or more sessions that you purchase, those are $30 each.
0: And if I'm at the show attending a CEU, how much time should I expect to commit to each CEU?
2: Yeah, so that is really up to the individual learner. So each of the CEUs offered at Neocon will be for one credit hour. You know, I mentioned the podcast was 30 minutes. So these are all for one full credit hour. And while there are eight onsite CEUs, if there's something that you really want to attend, I would recommend building that into your schedule because many of the showroom tours are much more flexible and you can just walk into a showroom or you can schedule with your local rep ahead of time, Um, kind of working around what those more fixed CEU schedules might be. And that way you're sure to get the best of both worlds, the kind of showroom experience, but also that more structured on-site learning if that's something that you're interested in.
0: There's a lot of stimuli at Neocon and it's great. But in order to maximize uh, my experience there, what do you think a good strategy is when it comes to CEUs? How many sessions is too many sessions? So if there's something that you're just like, I really want to be in the room and feel the energy and have that
2: in-person experience, probably prioritize those. As to how many, that's really up to the individual designer, architect, and how much credit they may need or what topics they're really curious about. But like I mentioned, there are many more virtual CEUs that will be available. And also those on-site CEUs will be available after the fact because many of those are already full. And so if you weren't able to kind of prioritize that
0: in-person experience, you can always, again, get it later on. I love that they're making this information available with such accessibility. Which CEU sessions at NewCon are you excited about this year?
2: One of the things that ThinkLab has been engaging in, part of our annual research is called a design hackathon. And a design hackathon is basically a big, hairy challenge affecting multiple people within our industry. And it's a challenge that really takes multiple different members of that ecosystem to come together and solve. So it's a six-month research project that culminates in something every year. And this year, it's really exciting because we are sharing out some of our research via CEU at Neocon. So we will have an in-person CEU, and this particular research design hackathon was all about Gen Z. And so the title of this particular session is How to Connect with the Next Generation of Designer helping you stay ahead as Gen Z influences change in the interiors industry. This will be kind of a panel discussion style, and it will be our president and founder, Amanda Schneider, plus three designers from Perkins & Will, DLR Group, and also from Gensler, who will be really talking about this research, bringing it to life. And so if you are on site, that will be on Tuesday, June 13th at 11 a.m., Or, of course, it will be available after the fact on Monday, June 19th. So you can access that after Neocon's over. Um, All of these CEU sessions, I should note, will be available until August 15th. So you have some time, even if you don't log on right on Monday, June 19th, (laughs) to listen. You have a little bit of time to
0: really take in whatever content because, like I mentioned, there's no shortage this year. Summer school. Awesome. What other events are you looking forward to at Neocon?
2: Yeah. So there's opportunities in the form of a workshop. And those are not for CEU credit, but they're a little bit longer, a little bit more hands-on with the instructor. Those are an hour and a half in length. And there's a few of those that dive into different topics. So there's one on personal branding and really building your own brand digitally, which we know is so important. That particular session is also being catered towards emerging designers specifically, speaking of Gen Z, and some of our kind of newer to the industry folks and helping them establish that foundation. Um, That one's presented by OFS. I think it sounds really fascinating. There's also a workshop on helping your clients with their ESG initiatives, which we know is really important. And... As a designer, while you may not be internally working on those initiatives on behalf of your client, I think that it serves a really interesting purpose on how you can connect their space to what those initiatives are internally. So it's just taking that learning one step further where you have more of that hands-on experience with your instructor or instructors, as the case may be. The other part of this is Um, a design tour of the Salesforce Tower. So you'll be able to join the design team for a couple of different options for tours of that particular space. So it's always really neat too when you can see other designers work, how kind of the future of work, or I believe they call it Workplace 2.0 is working for Salesforce. So that's a little bit more boots on the ground learning in the space itself. So again, just taking it down into more of that experiential learning on site in you know, an actual client site, uh, learning from that design team.
0: Oh, that's fascinating. And it also sounds really fun. I know for me, I personally learn a lot better when I'm embodying it somehow, either seeing it, walking through, asking questions in real time. So that all sounds really fascinating. And I love a good workshop. And what other events are you excited about? One of the opportunities that
2: Think Lab created three years ago, this is our third year now doing it, is called the Trend Spotters program. And what we wanted to do, this was when um, so much was virtual and Neocon looked a little bit different, right? So we gathered a group of architecture and design professionals. So it's a small curated group from across the country, different firms, different focuses, to really give an unfiltered view of what's happening at Neocon. So for those who are actually onsite, the trend spotters help you identify what are the places that you really need to go, must see things that are really hot or really different or maybe really curated. And for those who are not on site, the trend spotters bring you those hallway conversations where you bump into somebody and say, hey, what was that cool thing that you saw? And it really helps you discover those brands or those products that maybe you need to make sure and check out after the fact, right? And then also during the show, whether you're there in person or whether you're following along virtually you can follow ThinkLab on LinkedIn and on Instagram, or you can follow the hashtag ThinkLabTrendSpotters. And what's going to be happening there is they will be uploading their photos, their notes, um, all of their findings there and kind of this digital scrapbook of sorts where you can go through and identify, oh, I really want to see this or, oh, this is really cool. I'll have to check out whatever digital interface of that particular manufacturer. So it's a really good opportunity for the design community to hear from this curated group of trend spotters, and for manufacturers to really hear this unfiltered view for their own ears of what maybe are some ideas or things to think about for next year.
0: What a great way to sort of filter and curate the Neocon experience. I love that. You can always count on Meredith to provide thoughtful information on how to best achieve those continuing education units. Now, we've talked a lot about what's going on inside the Mart at Neocon, but outside, you've got the whole city of Chicago to explore. So I've brought back Executive of Marketing for the Martin Neocon and Chicago native Lindsay Martin to let us know some of her favorite Chicago spots for you to hit up during your Neocon off hours. What can you tell me about the hotspots and other things in Chicago that attendees should check out while they're there? So
3: luckily, everyone will be there for NEACON in June, which is the best month in Chicago. And it's summer. Chicago is amazing and beautiful. I would definitely recommend the architectural tour. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's so interesting. You can also take it via kayaks, which I have done before. That sounds so fun. Yes. There's a lot of traffic on the river in the summer, so you just need to be very careful. It is a quite intense situation when you have these giant tour boats barreling towards you, but super fun, <laughs> it's really great. Um, you know, in terms of public art, there's so many different art museums to see. I would also recommend the Art on the Mart uh, projection, which is the largest digital projection in the world. It is art that's curated and projected onto the Mart at night. And for Neocon, we're actually doing a collaboration with Gensler Chicago, which really helps tie in art, design, architecture,
0: and the Neocon show during that week. So I also want to put in a plug. There is a fantastic art exhibit by artist, activist, and craftsperson Tanya Aginiga up at Volume Gallery. Nice. It's mesmerizing. She's so talented, and it's really worth seeing in person. And the show is open from eleven to six Tuesday through Saturday, and will be up through June seventeenth. Awesome! I'm going to go visit. Yes, it's amazing. Now we have to talk about pizza if we're in Chicago. Yes. Give me the lowdown.
3: Yeah, it will depends on what you want. So you know, Chicago is known for deep dish, so I would definitely recommend Lou Malati's. I would also recommend uh, Professor Pizza, which just reopened, and they have a really great Roman style and thin crust Chicago pizza. It's kind of a hot spot right now. What's Roman style? Roman style is it's like almost like a focaccia bread. It's like a thicker rectangle oh. pizza. They have some fun
0: different ingredients on their pizzas, and it's a great place. So I'm unfortunately gluten free. That means my my pizza options are limited. I know that, but there are a lot of good restaurants in Chicago. What other ones would you recommend? So many good restaurants. Um,
3: I My favorite restaurant in Chicago is actually right across the street from the Mart, and it's called Sunda. And it's been around for years, and it's an Asian fusion restaurant. Um, Beatnik on the River is just a very cool space. It is designed beautifully, and it is, as it describes, on the river. Amazing food. It's um, Mediterranean-type food. Really great. Uh, Duck Duck Goat is fantastic. And um, if you want something a little different, Kuma's Corner is a heavy metal restaurant and they have amazing burgers (laughs) and mac and cheese. It's really fun.
0: Okay. And for some of the sit-down restaurants, do you recommend making
3: reservations? Definitely make reservations uh, beforehand. Like I said, Neocon's a citywide event. So a lot of those restaurants get booked out. Several of them only book out 30 days in advance. So now is the time to get online and make those reservations.
0: What about coffee? I know these things can be exhausting and we're going to need coffee to wake us up and keep the energy going.
3: Yes. Um, One of my favorites is blue bottle coffee, which I know is in several locations, but there is one that recently opened up right next to the Mart. So easy to access and really great coffee. So,
0: okay. Those are all great suggestions, but what are the best kept secrets?
3: There are so many great places to go to in Chicago, both during the day and at night. Uh, if you like music, the Metro is a great place. Shuba's Tavern is very cool. It's a very small venue and they have a lot of musicians that 10 years from now will be huge. Kingston Mines is also an amazing Chicago music venue if you like blues. It's it's one of the oldest and, and best in the city. Um, I would also, if you, uh, the Chicago Riverwalk is amazing. And you have to just keep walking and walking down it because every corner you find another great restaurant or a great sculpture or a great activation. So it's really just a a treasures that you, that you see as you walk down the entire river walk. And it's very walkable and beautiful. And Maggie Daly Park is very cool too, if you have some time.
0: Wow. Lindsay, thank you for that rich and detailed picture you're the best person I could have spoken to about this. I'm so glad <laughs> I got to mine you for your intel. Yes, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, Amy. So this episode was jam-packed. You definitely will have plenty to do while at Neocon. To find out more information and see the complete lineup of events and programming, visit neocon.com. On site, all that information can also be found in the show directory. Do me a favor and share this podcast with anyone else you know that's heading to this massive event. And check out Meredith Campbell's podcast, The Learning Objective, wherever you get your podcasts. Next episode, we're talking Neocon predictions and so much more. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to NIA Conversations. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you like to get podcasts. Neoconversations is proud to be part of the Surround Podcast Network. You can find more podcasts like this one at surroundpodcasts.com or just click the link in the episode description. Big thank you to the production team at Surround, Samantha Sager, Rob Schulte, Rachel Senator, Wise Grisette, and Hannah Vitti. Catch you next time on Neo Conversations.